Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. You want to take me down? We'll go there. I love it. Brendan Allen. He needs to take his right leg. He's got it. Oh, wow. Wow. No way. Jack Comanson with another submission. Everything I do in my life is working for this goal to become the best in the world. Jack the Joker Manson. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Well, what a way to start UFC Unfiltered. Um, Matt is is uh, we're just doing some technical adjustments, and uh, Matt's wife, thank God, came in and fixed everything, and we're good. Yes. We have two guests today. We have uh, really uh, two just killer middleweights, mm. uh, Jack Hermanson, and we also have Brendan Allen, who we'll get to in just a minute because he's in the waiting room. Um, he's fighting uh, Sean Strickland. His fight last week was canceled due to uh, Ian Heinish uh, announcing a COVID diagnosis, I think, the day of. Um, do, you, do you see his fight with Kevin Holland? He has a rear naked choke over Kevin Holland. Yeah. I mean, it was a great fight. That was a, a great fight. Um, Holland went to the ground with him more than I, I would have thought that he would have wanted to. Uh, maybe he just respected his power. You want to, you want to bring him in? Let's get him in here. Yeah, let's do that. Brendan, what's up, man? How are you? Nice to meet How you, you doing? dude. Nice to meet you as well. It's just a one week switch for you, right? You're supposed to fight last Saturday. You're fighting this Saturday. Correct. Yes, sir. What's the weight situation? Um, and how far before the fight did you actually find out? We're fighting at 195. And um, I found out at about noon Vegas time on the day of the fight. Oh, yeah, it was uh, it was a, a crazy uh, day of the fight. Yeah, that's such a you know what? At least with nowadays, you didn't have a bunch of people flying in to watch you. You know, right? Yeah, that for sure. That, that was a good one too. Yeah, whole bunch of watch parties that were gonna <laughs> happen, and uh, yeah, a couple of those got canceled. But you know, with the time situation or with the situation in today's time, uh, I guess it happens. You know what? It's not that bad owing a buddy some pay per view money, maybe some pizza money, compared to some hotel. And you know what I mean? If everybody flew out, it'd be like a real. It sucks either way. But the 100%. good news is, you get the fight this weekend. Yes, that's it's definitely definitely good. Definitely happy about that. And Brendan, you're you're three and zero in the UFC, and I'll tell you, you're 24 years old. Yes, sir. Where, where did you start training? How old were you when you start training? And uh, where was it? Uh, I started training when I was 13 years old in Louisiana. I started training with a local gym there, and then uh, the owner kind of did me dirty a couple times, and uh, I left in. I uh, started training with uh, Rich Clemente. Oh, sh- and, uh, wait. 
So you're still with Rich Clemente now? No, I, I train in his gym when I'm home. Um, we're really good friends. We actually uh, seen you when we came to Ring of Combat when my friend Zach Fierce fought there. That's right. All right. That, that was ages. What was that, a couple years ago? A couple years ago. He fought that uh, Max – I think his name is Max Buchanan or something like that, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen Rich. I haven't – you know, we – Jimmy, if you, don't, if you don't know, Rich Clemente was on the Ultimate Fighter – for the comeback with myself. Oh, okay. And Dean Thomas. He was on the other team. Yeah, that's so <laughs> yeah. funny though. That is a small world. I, I'm, I'm, that's yeah. great that you're with Rich. And uh, and so you started with Rich, and then where are you now training? Uh, so I, I this is my first camp with uh, Sanford MMA. I was at Rufus Sport for like nine or ten camps, and then uh, everything kind of happened very suddenly after Gerald fought uh, whatever that kid's name is, the Russian kid. Um, I just call him cum shot because that's what it sounds like. Oh, but, shit. Kamzat, you call at, him uh, cum shot? Yeah. yeah. Sounds pretty close. <laughs> oh, man. You call that guy. Like. That's, that's great. And that, and that guy's smashing everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, after he fought Gerald, I had to kind of figure some things out. I didn't really have any training partners. And uh, my boy Jared Gordon was down here. I had come down here like a month before on vacation with my family and kind of met some of the guys. And um, I couldn't train cause I was, I still had, I was healing from the fractures from my last fight and, um, I have some, some family down here and, you know, it just kind of all worked out super fast and, um, it was, it was great. So you were Jared, are Jared Gordon from the UFC? Yeah. It's one of my really good friends. Oh, that's hey, listen, any friend of Jared, we love Jared. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, I thought Jared was with Duke Rufus in them. He was, but then he moved down here to Florida with his fiance, and they've been here for a while, or for, for about a year now, I think. Oh shoot! And he oh, used to okay. train. He used to train down here when they were at uh, Black Zillions or Hard Knocks, um, in between like fly, fights and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, he would train down here, so he already knew Henry. He already knew everyone here, and uh, it was real easy for him, you know, the transition. But he's been here, I think, one or two fights. I know for sure one. How do you like life down there? Like just, you know, non-training, do you just enjoy existing down there? Or is it boring or, or do you prefer it? Uh, that's kind of a tough question because I'm away from my family all the time and I'm a huge family guy. So um, it's cool to be down here. It's cool to have all my friends and, you know, get people that are like family to me. But I train so much. I train two or three times every single day. That there's no real, like, real life outside of training when I'm in camp. So, um, but it's still cool. My, my friend owns a gun shop and uh, I'm there, like, every day, so. It's good. And when you, you're, you're fighting, uh, the, the, did you find out the day, the day of you found out? I thought they test you before the day of the fight. Like, so he got a negative test. How long before the fight, uh, Heinish? So we get tested before we go. We get tested the day we get there, which is Tuesday. And then we get tested right after weigh-ins. So he had to pass his, um, his first test, which is the week before we go. We passed Tuesday. And then he popped, I guess, on the Friday test after weigh-ins. Oh, it was after weigh. Okay, it wasn't. It wasn't Saturday. It was the day. It was weigh-ins day. Yeah. And, well, he got another one on Saturday. So if you pop positive on Friday, you get another test. Come to your room and administer it to you to make sure it's not a false positive. A false positive, right? Oh, okay. Um, and how did you find out about uh, Strickland this Saturday? That's such a fast turnaround. Did you request him, or did did he have something fall out? No. So basically, how the conversation went was uh, they called me. My manager called me, told me what had happened. I was like, okay, well, you know, I, I, I want to fight someone tonight or next weekend. And um, he was like, okay, I said, I'll fight at 205 next week if I have to. It's not a problem. 
I was like, 85 is going to be kind of a stretch. I don't know how my body will respond to it, making it back to back like that. So 205, no problem. And uh, he's like, all right. So he called Mick. I guess they, they talked. They asked me to reschedule with Heinish for November 28th. I said, no, my daughter's birthday is the 27th and her party is the 28th. I won't miss my daughter's first birthday for anything on this earth. Um, so they they went back again. They said December 4th. I said, nope, I already have plans. It's my wife's birthday. I'm not missing that either. So they were like January 16th. I said, yes. I said, I'll make it work. They came back again like 30 minutes later, November 21st. I said, no, my mom's birthday is that weekend. Nope. Man, you had a lot of relatives with a lot of birthdays. Yeah, you really put prioritized birthdays, huh? Yeah, it's my mom on the 20th, my daughter's who was just born last year on the 27th, and then my wife is December the 4th. Plus, well, Brendan, in there at least too. it's your immediate. Like, it's not like, yeah, that's my my cousin Frank's birthday. Then they're going to be like, hey, come on, bro. Right, yeah. And it's, and it's hunting season in between there, too. So, like, I, I travel, too. Like, I only hunt two times a year. There's two splits in Illinois. So, all that's mixed together. Now, Brendan, when did you get married? You're very mature. For, when I was walking around 24, part of my French, I was a little fucktard. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, he's so mature. Yeah. Very I mean, together. he's not missing the kid's birthdays. He's, he's 24 years old. There's kids right now doing the upside down, doing beer kegs and shit. Look at this kid. That's a role model, Jimmy. My kid's the most important thing in my whole life. Good for you. Now, have you always been this disciplined? Do you- uh, I not really. Like I, I don't know. I just kind of know what I want in life. I know like what my priorities need to be, and uh, my family's always been that. Um. So, and now that I have my daughter, like all that's all I've ever wanted in life was just uh, to be a good father. That's all I ever wanted. Like I, I'll figure everything else out. So now that I have her, uh, yeah, it's it's. Yeah. Uh, I'm not missing. I already have to miss so much being yeah. away in camp that I refuse to miss any holiday, birthday. Um, any big like when she, as she gets older recitals or whatever you know I refuse yeah. to do it I, I won't do it for anybody if um, if it comes to the point where I have to stop fighting to do that that's I, that's I'm fine with that now as you climb in the rankings and, and obviously you've looked so good so far you may wind up having conflicting events now if you have enough notice are you willing to miss one of these things like you know if it's like you know like if you're fighting a guy you're you know number three or four in the division and you have enough notice are you are you willing to do that with with uh, ways to plan around it uh yeah I, I think i think i do pretty well at scheduling things and figuring things out that's why i only fight three times a year um that's my number and i kind of schedule those to where i know there won't be any major events that i have to miss so that's why i really really try to stick to those th- those times uh let me ask you but it, now are you doing this full time this is your job pretty much yes sir <laughs> oh that's it's good to have that well you know what i mean that's a great outlook you know what i mean just like listen can't do it. There's a birthday. Can't do it. There's another birthday. And it's, I mean, I guess you're keeping your cost of living down, right? I mean, cause you're kind of like telling them, hey, listen, you're also winning, Brendan. That's a good thing. Yeah. Like if you were on a, a three fight skid, you're going to be like, yo, birthday, birthday. I'll make it up next year. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Right. Listen, you're doing good. So gives you a little more leeway probably. Right. I mean, I do this for the benefit outweighs, you know, the negatives right now. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't have to answer to anybody when I'm not fighting. I don't like having people tell me exactly like, do this, do that. I don't like that. Um, I like being my own boss. I like doing my own thing. Yes. And um, doing this affords me to be able to spend 24 seven with my kid when I'm home. Obviously dad has to go and make money. She'll understand that. She, she already, she's only a year and she already knows dad. Bye bye. So, yeah. um, 
you know, it, it sucks, but like I said, the benefits outweigh the negatives right now. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't have to do this. I, I don't have to, I have a college degree. I have, ah. um, I know people, I don't, I don't have to do this. I do this cause it affords me these opportunities and hopefully will lead to a better life for my family. So that's, that's why I do this. What did you, what did you major in in college? I have a bachelor's in criminal justice. Oh, wow. Okay. So now was that because to, to do, it's funny when I was a kid, I was, you know, in high school, I wanted to be a lawyer. Um, but I, I dropped out of high school and that kind of squashed those plans. Uh, now, is that what you wanted to do with criminal justice? Did you want to be a, a police officer or a lawyer? Uh, yeah, I, I, I wanted to do kind of like a lawyer, but then I was fighting at the time, you know, um, I, I've been fighting since I was 17. So, you know, I didn't feel like staying in school. I don't, I didn't like school at all. So, uh, I just, I got my college degree. Uh, I knew I would, I could use it later on in life. And, um, yeah, I want to be the, the police. I want to go into like state police and, and be a homicide detective or just wow. a detective for state police. Um, my, my cousin's pretty high up in the DEA, but I just don't like drugs. So that's not, it's not for me, but yeah, I'd like to be a homicide detective. I think Trevin Giles is a, he's a cop in Houston, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I wonder if it, it's got to suck getting arrested by a guy who you've like watched fight and enjoy, like you just know, like you better just go quietly. You know, if you get fucking right. pulled over and it's Trevin Giles, you're like, all right, you, you got me. I'm not going anywhere. So you're fighting, uh, on, on Saturday night, your Kevin Holland fight was so, uh, did you know you were fighting Kevin? He was a last minute replacement if I remember correctly. Yes, he was. He was, I was supposed to fight, uh, man, the jujitsu guy. And it's got to make you feel good that, uh, Kevin Holland's doing so well. I mean, because especially since you got a W over him. Yeah. Yeah, he's cool. I thought we were going to fight, uh, you know, the lower level for shows like at LFA. I thought we were going to fight and uh, it just kind of never came to fruition. So it, it was no like really big change up. Obviously, we were both training for different opponents and then they yeah. kind of matched us. So I don't think it was too bad of like uh, we both were short notice coming off the couch or one of the other was training. We were both training. So. I don't think there was really any excuses from either side. Eric Spicely uh, is Spicely. the name that you were going to fight. Yeah. And, and the Holland uh, fight was interesting because he's so good on his feet and, and you were so obviously comfortable off your back and, and so good on the ground. I was surprised he stayed down with you uh, as, as long as he did. There was a couple of moments. I'm like, why isn't he getting up? And uh, I guess he just wanted, maybe he respected your power, um, you know, more than he thought, but it was a really great fight. And you, you went for his legs a lot. Is that something that's typically that you like doing or is it just the opportunity was there with him? Or is that something that you kind of go to? Uh, I tried to get away from it. Like uh, I did it. It got me pretty beat up when I fought Trevin. I kind of tanked a little bit and tried to go for it with Kevin. I mean with Trevin and he kind of beat my head in a little bit. And then I did it with someone else and it kind of got me stuck. Yeah. But it's crazy because I tap a lot of people with a lot of different leg locks. I'm really good there in the gym. And um, I thought I, ha I used it on Kevin just as a sweep. I was just using it to sweep and he kind of stuck it, like stopped the sweep. And then he came back into me and um, I didn't see he had a post with his rear leg pushing into me. So I couldn't um, sweep him. I couldn't get the, I couldn't get the foot where I needed it to. I couldn't use my, my knee to like move his, his knee per se. It was just a situational thing. I, I, I went for it for the sweep uh. and then came back to it or, came back to the foot but yeah I, I don't try to go for him it just kind of happens i guess kind of got off on a tangent it looks like it i love watching that like you don't see it very often and again for the reason you're saying because you really do open yourself up to getting hit but man when it works it's really uh it works well beautiful it's it, like when i see someone finish i'm like man that that was good you know because it's it's so hard when you're so slippery 
and especially when the UFC do it. But it's so great as a reversal. I mean, back in the day, I could, I mean, Shoney, Eved was Jeff Curran. I used, whenever I was on my back, I'd attack the leg. I didn't finish with those legs, but I used them to get on top. And that could win me the round, win me the match. So how does that uh, happen? Like, how, how, do you, how do you do that, Matt, when you're on your back? How, if you, how, how do, do I do what? Well, I'll tell you. I mean, Reverse. Eve Edwards, we were right up against the cage, and he was still had me in the tie grip plum, and he was about to knee my face. I actually pulled butterfly guard and went right for a leg. Brendan knows what I'm talking about. He's picking up what yeah. I'm putting down. Listen, if you're pulling it off in class, you could pull it off in, in, um, in, in the octagon or in, in, in combat. You know, but a lot of times what guys do with the legs to get out of it, they give you space, you know, instead of punching your face off, they give you space, they go on their butt to get out of it. And that allows to get on top. Or if they go to punch you, there's ways to reverse them by bringing the knee to the side and get on top with reversals that way. So I love that you're doing that, Brendan, because, you know, if anything, guys maybe wait too long, they get too stubborn looking for the leg and that could get them in trouble. But when you go for it and it gives you the opportunity to get on top, Shit, man. I love that. And that was the thing with Evan. Like, I, I wasn't planning to go there, but I kind of – how we transitioned in the first, I had his back, and I couldn't sit my weight down to sit my hips. Like, I was high. And I tried to sit my weight down, but how we were against the cage and how he was, I couldn't do it. And so I knew I was going to come off over him, like slide off when he based yeah. tripod. I knew it. And so uh, when I fell, his leg just happened to be, like, right by my face. So I was like yeah. – either have a long guy like Kevin who's not scared to try anything stand over me or just try to sweep him off of this. And I thought that was the best route. So that's what I did. And I mean, it got me stuck. I got cut, but you know, it was a party. So it was, yeah, good. it was a party. Yes. Kevin, Kevin <laughs> lost that fight, but I was even impressed with Kevin too, because uh, you almost in the first round, I, I was uh, amazed that he, uh, you had him. I think it was a, a rear naked that he, I was shocked that he got out. I think it was towards the end of the first round. Um, I was shocked that he got out of that. Yeah, it was uh, – he. I, I think he had some of my blood on him, and it was super slippery, and it was my left arm. And uh, so he just kind of turned, and I knew, like, anyone who does jiu-jitsu for a while, you know when you have it, you know when you don't. I wasn't going to burn my arms. And, uh, yeah, it came again in the second, and it was the other arms. And that one's that one's a – that one's a heavier one. So we've talked we've talked to a lot of guys, too, in this crazy time with the COVID and, and again, guys dropping out like Heinrich did. And it, it seems like there's a lot of fights that present themselves – and if, if guys are staying healthy and they're not taking a lot of damage, they can, they can move up a little faster than they probably would have been able to under normal circumstances with normal fight schedules and things spread out. Um, so what are you thinking of the rest of the division? I mean, we have, uh, you know, Jack Hermanson's number four. Uh, he's, uh, on, uh, he's our next guest. So what do you think of the rest of the division? And Adesanya stepping up to uh, fight uh, Blahovich. I mean, honestly, I kind of look at it as like um, whatever comes. Exactly like you said, like COVID's making things super crazy. You never know what's going to happen. You you have no idea. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I was trying to get, get my ranking and then kind of either defend that or kind of stay in the top 15 a little bit um, and just keep winning. I mean, that's obviously the goal is to keep winning. But for now, uh, I want to get this win over Sean and uh, – enjoy the rest of my year with my family and uh, come back in into February, beginning of March and do it again. Well, look, man, I mean, you're a really fun guy to watch. Um, and uh, I'm glad you got another fight and I'm glad you were able to work it out. So we don't have to wait until early next year to see you. And uh, you know, I hope you get up into the rankings. Uh, if not after this fight, then after the next one, because uh, I would love to see you fight some higher ranked. Uh, there's a lot of guys I'd love to see have to deal with you. Um, so 
Definitely, man. Looking forward to this. Yeah, I look forward to showing a little something different. You know, uh, I had all the intentions in the world. I had everything planned. Everything was perfect for Heinish. And, uh, you know, I really, really felt I was going to put him away in the first or second. Um, honestly, like I didn't want to do a lot of talking. Um, I said what I said to questions before the fight. Um, but fight week, I didn't want to talk to anybody. I was so focused. Um, I still was very focused all the way up until the call. I just wanted to fight, and um, I still just want to fight. And um, new opponent, same outlook. I still want to finish him. Just kind of a few things we had to tweak. I flew all the way back from Vegas to Florida yesterday. Took a red eye um, just so I could train with my team today. And uh, I'll be back out in Vegas tomorrow, and hopefully we'll get the job done on Saturday. Good, man. We'll have a safe trip, and uh, we're sure we'll talk to you hopefully uh, after the fight before the end of the year. But if not, uh, have a good holiday, and we'll talk to you early early next year before whatever fight you have coming up. Yeah, bro. Sure. Thank you all for having me. I appreciate it. It was good to talk with you all. Looking for a new home or you want to save on your current mortgage? Visit rate.com and you could get massive savings with Guaranteed Rate, the official mortgage partner of the UFC. Rates are at historic lows and you could land that dream home or refinance to potentially cut your current payments in about 15 minutes. Visit rate.com today to get started with Guaranteed Rate. Equal housing lender subject to credit approval. Savings, if any, vary based on a variety of factors. Restrictions apply. Company NMLS ID number 2611. NMLS do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. He's fighting Kevin Holland? Yeah. That's what the hell's going on here? Yes, that's what somebody that's what I said when Kevin's wins. We, we hear Jack, we don't see you. Jack, we hear you, we don't see you. Oh, wait, is he there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hear Jack. <laughs> Jack. I love the reaction. Hey. There you go. Jack. Jack's always so happy. We didn't yeah. know you were there, Jack. Yeah, I'm here now. I'm here now. How are you doing, guys? Jack, good, let me you? tell you something. We're doing yeah. great, but not as good as you when you heel hooked Kelvin Gasolin. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, Come I felt on. good then. <laughs> that was amazing. Because listen, you're known for your Hermanson guillotine choke. Yep, yep. And by the way, I was there when you had Jacare in that, and how yeah. he got out of that. There's, they're not putting instructionals out for that stuff. Because no. I don't know. Dude, God was looking at him. He said a prayer. I don't know how he got out of that. But anyway, <laughs> I didn't know you were so good with the lower yeah. body attacks. Are you getting a lot of heel hooks in training? Yeah. The thing is, you know, in the start, I was just known for my ground and pound. And then, you know, the guillotine came. And I have so much more in my arsenal. But it, the thing is that I'm usually so uh, good with my clock control and my punches. So I don't need to use the submissions so much. And especially, I don't end up on bottom so much. So that that's uh, obviously I have a game there as well. And uh, so if anybody uh, you know would take me down, uh, I will have some surprises for them there. It was beautiful, man. I couldn't, and I couldn't. And Kelvin's not a. I, I don't. I don't remember ever seeing him. Well, Chris, Chris Weidman Chris, had yeah. a head arm choke, but yeah. besides that, but that's it. That's the only that's one. It. Yeah, yeah. I don't see that guy getting submitted. And he's no. got little legs. He's got little yeah. legs for that division. <laughs> that makes it even more impressive, Jimmy. 
Yeah. Coming from a guy who's got little legs. Wow. Jimmy. Well, listen, even in the fight you lost to the Jared Cannonier, man, it, you lost that fight, but you were on him in the beginning. I mean, yeah, I was I, watching those transitions. I don't want you to relive something bad, but you, you, I was impressed. I was impressed with how he kept his calm, but yeah. you were throwing, just throwing techniques at him, back takes, and it was awesome. Yeah. You're very yeah. entertaining, Jack. I hope you know Thank that. You. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I did have my moments in that fight, but yeah, it didn't end up my way. But uh, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I, I, I know that you appreciate the grappling, Matt, so uh, I, I hope that more guys uh, will do because uh, that, that's where I, where I shine, uh, obviously. I saw your, I was watching your Instagram, sorry, with your, your rock climbing. Uh, how high are you in that photo? There's a photo of you hanging off. Uh, and you said I almost fell. How high is that? Is that like an illusion or are you really somewhere dangerous? Uh, the thing is that there is uh, a rock beneath me that you don't see in the picture, but it's not very wide. So if I slip, it's it's far down. It's far down. But it's uh, uh, it's not as uh, as bad as it looks because there there is some, some something that I could put, put my feet on. Uh, beneath that rock so it, it's more of an illusion uh, yeah it's not that bad <laughs> now is that a hobby or part of training no no no. that was vacation oh okay you just did that for fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> we do different things for fun us all three yeah of us. <laughs> yeah you know you like the rock climb i might play video games jimmy well anyway <laughs> yeah. other I'm in front of the computer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's not make it weird for Jack. <laughs> but Jack, you did exactly what somebody should do as far as getting back on the horse. Like we had that, that, that fight with Jared didn't go your way. And so what did you do? You went out there, you took out the very dangerous Kelvin Gasolin in just yeah. excellent fashion. So all of a sudden people are like, Oh, Jack lost. No, Jack is back. Jack yeah. is back, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm back in there. I'm back in there and cl climb, climbing up for that title shot. You know, that's that's what I yes. do. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I mean, after a loss, a tough loss, uh, to come back is such a strong win. Obviously, again, you never want to lose, but if you're going to lose, what you do right after matters a lot. And that was uh, it. Just kind of wiped out the memory of the loss. No one is thinking about that. It's there, but you know, gas limit is what everybody is thinking of, and how incredible and how fast that was. Thank you. Yeah, and. Uh, before that loss as well, it went pretty good. So yeah, I had a hiccup, but uh, you know, uh, combined, I think that my performances has been uh, speaking pretty clearly that uh, I'm definitely one of the top guys in in this division. You know, as far as style wise, this is a fantastic matchup because we were just talking about how great Jack is on the floor. Hey man, Kevin Holland's no slouch. Like we just talked about his fight with uh, Brendan. Brendan Allen, yeah. Brendan yeah. Allen and all the back and forth and the escapes that you're both dangerous on your feet, insane on the ground. I mean, I, I this is one of those when you see it matched up, you're like, this is a no brainer. This is going to be fantastic. Yeah, you know? And he's got such a buzz around him lately now because he's he just won yeah. four fights. So even though, you know, you're the higher ranked guy, that has to excite you to maybe – Take away this young kid's thunder, no? Yeah, definitely. I feel like Kevin is probably the hottest name outside of the ranking right now. And everybody's just waiting for him to get his shot. And yeah, he, he got it now. So it's time for him to step up. And it's time for me to show that, uh, you know, I'm uh, on another level. Uh, I'm ready for that title shot. So uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, to, to re really show the world what, what I can do with the guy uh, 
like like Kevin, and I'm sure that he is gonna give everything he has to to prove that he belongs in in, in the rankings. And if you win this fight, uh, you're I believe number four right now. If you win this fight, where do you think that puts you? As far as again, nobody knows. I, I guess Adesanya is fighting. Blahovich, but now they're saying Teixeira maybe should get that shot and maybe Adesanya should fight. I, I mean, I'd prefer to see him fight somebody else in, in the in middleweight division. Uh, but if you win this fight, what do you think, where do you think that puts you? Uh, well, you know, I was supposed to fight Darren and the the, the guy that uh, Robert Whittaker uh, fought after his loss uh, when he lost the title was Darren Till. So, you know, I think I am at the same position as, as Whittaker. Uh, right under there you know as the top contender in the division so uh, if i beat uh, kevin holland I, i'm just gonna solidify that position and uh, yeah let everybody know that i'm ready for that shot uh, when they need me and uh, yeah maybe maybe i need one more fight uh, in between there i could fight robert or paulo costa or 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 somebody for um you know as a uh, fight who who, who um, uh, if, if Whitaker is supposed to get the next title fight, we'll see. But uh, I'm right up there. Did he say no? Now, did Israel say that he was going to give Whitaker the winner of Whitaker Cannonier the shot, or did he say he was going to give it to Cannonier if he won? He said he was going to give it to to, to Cannonier. And and to be honest, I've heard that uh, Izzy isn't very uh, you know excited about fighting Whitaker again. They they recently fought, and there was you know uh, uh, yeah, and it was a win. I feel like. Isi is up for the new challenges. Who who hasn't he fought in the division? Right. I'm sure that he's excited about the, uh, fighting me, and uh, I really hope that we can make that fight happen uh, next year. Yeah, I would rather see that. I, I would rather see him fight either either you or Robert, and, and see uh, Tashera get a shot at uh, you know uh, Jan Blahovich at, at age uh, 41 before he gets too old to take that. You know? Yeah, sure, sure. And even even though even if he goes up, he he, he will surely get down and defend his. Uh, uh, middleweight uh, title uh, next year anyway. So, uh, yeah, somebody's going to be, be, be fighting him. And he already beat Whitaker. He already beat Costa. Uh, he already beat Romero. So I, I think I'm the guy, man. Uh, I, I just uh, need to create uh, that hype, that buzz around me. So, so uh, uh, the UFC gets about, uh, excited about that fight because uh, I believe uh, I should be the next one. Yeah, well, Kevin Holland, like you said, he, he's definitely the most exciting guy who's not ranked. And he's more exciting than a lot of guys who are ranked. Uh, you know, and, and we, I think Matt and I referenced this last time, but like when Sean O'Malley, before he was ranked, I mean, it didn't matter that he wasn't ranked. People were still wanting yeah. to see him fight. They were still talking about him. And that's how it is with uh, with Kevin Holland. Comes up as well. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Chimayev is <laughs> another of those guys. I think it's good that you're fighting Kevin now. Not that yeah. you couldn't handle him later on, but... Get him now because he's getting better and better. This kid, he's gonna he'll he, listen in four more fights. He might be a different a fighter. He's looking different than when he first came in. He's getting so much experience under him. You get this win under your belt, and then you're like, all right, I'll give you a rematch whenever. After you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. he's getting better and better, Jimmy. You got exactly. yeah. a guy like that. Yeah. You jump on him now before he gets too good, and then when he gets that good, eh, I already got a win over you. You know that type of thing. You know what I mean, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, will Adesanya fight uh, Vittori again? I mean, I mean, he might. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Vittori's another one. Yeah. And, and we heard yeah. he's fighting Jacare. So a lot of exciting stuff going on in that weight class. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I was asking for him as well. I, I was asking for everybody before I got uh, to, to Kevin, to be, uh, to be honest, you know. And 
but uh, yeah, his game, he, he's gonna he's gonna step up and uh, and bring it. Uh, I'm sure about that. What do you think, uh, Jack? If guys, uh, we've talked about this too. Guys jumping kind of, and it's it's kind of more common now. Guys jumping out of the divisions to take bigger fights. But like John leaving. Uh, the light heavyweight division, they say he's going to fight heavyweight. There's a lot of guys that seems like they defend against the top few guys, and then they just seem to want a bigger money fight or, or a more exciting fight uh, as far as what they think the fans will want. Yeah, and I can understand that, uh, but it's really important if you're supposed to do that, that you really clean out your division, that there is no doubt that, okay, I am the best here. I, I beat all the top guys. Now I'll move on and take on a, a bigger challenge. Uh, so uh, yeah, you know, I just hope that that uh, Izzy can make it because I want to beat him when he's undefeated, when he is at at his top. I don't want to beat him when uh, when somebody else did, did did that first, you know. So I really hope that he 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 wins that fight, and I want to be the the, the one that. Uh, uh, dethrones the, the undefeated double champ. Were you surprised at how he dominated uh, Paulo Costa? I mean, yeah. I I called. I assumed he was going to win, but I think I picked the fourth round. But I didn't think he would be as dominant as he was. I agree. I thought that Costa was going to give him trouble, you know, uh, with that aggression that he has and that pressure and that power. Uh, but that was not the fight that uh, Costa was was doing in this one, uh, or at least. Uh, Easy made him uh, stay on the outside and uh, and just uh, picked him apart. Uh, it was a clinic. It was uh, a beautiful performance. I know he had an excuse, but what was it? Do we know? I thought that he, he slept, slept bad. He slept bad before, <laughs> the, day before the fight. <laughs> Are you joking? Or is... <laughs> no, no, that's it. That's it. And he's still speaking about it. Like, I didn't that's sleep well. And, and, and he actually says that, yeah, my friend just pulled out in a fight where he didn't sleep well, so I, I should have pulled out. That's what he's saying. It's crazy. <laughs> I should have pulled out of the fight because I didn't get a Jack good night's funny. sleep? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jack, Jack, Jack Lampard, that's hysterical. It is. Yeah, yeah. Listen, some guys, they don't know how to accept the loss. Not that you want to accept it, but you have to just, to move on, you have to. And we're seeing that with these guys that don't have any losses. Yeah. Like we saw Sean O'Malley not handle that great. That's right. You know, he's, he didn't even give Cheeto Vera the, yeah. the, the acknowledgement that the kid won. And now you see this with, with Paulo Costa. Like he saw him, yeah. the best was, I can't get over. Afterwards, when he saw Izzy do the old, like, ugh, thrust behind mm. him, he goes, yeah. oh, I want that rematch. Yeah. <laughs> you got to earn that, Paulo. Yeah, exactly. You got to earn you it, just, Jack. You, you, just, you just had your shot, you know, to be – to become the best in the world and sorry man you didn't take it so get back on the horse fight for some other guy and and earn that shot just like you did with the yeah. great kelvin gaslin and it, like that's... whitaker did and like whitaker did uh exactly. whitaker came yeah. back and, and looked great um and, and you know i don't think anybody expected whitaker to be in this position so fast uh after that loss i mean that was a uh -huh. pretty devastating uh knockout by adesanya and whitaker just all right shook it off and and came back and he beat till and uh and his and his last fight was was incredible. With Cannonier, yeah, 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 beating uh, Jared Cannonier. Um, yeah, yeah, it's an exciting weight class. Yeah, that's man. true. Uh, that's true. He has he has two on his side now. I forgot about that. Uh, he, he, yeah, that was very impressive actually. So he, he both has, has uh, Darren Till and uh, Cannonier now. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he's next. But uh, look, good luck. I mean, uh, you know, December the fifth, Kevin Holland. Uh, I mean, you know, obviously you're ranked number four. You're you're very close to being next in line. And Kevin's a really, really exciting guy going for his fifth 
Uh, the year four and zero in twenty twenty. He's twenty. He's four and zero since May. He's not even four. Not even twenty twenty since May. Like May sixteenth or whatever. It's crazy. <laughs> he's got that win yeah. over Joaquin Buckley. That Joaquin went viral yeah, yeah. with that kick. He's got the yeah. win over him. So it's a great time to fight him. Yeah. And, uh, and the fight alone, it just. Um, it's, I'm looking forward to that. Yes. Immensely. Thank you, Jack. And that's always good talking to you. And uh, again, just be careful rock climbing. Uh, I'd hate <laughs> to see you not be able to. Uh, I'm afraid of heights. So that really, that really bothered me, that photo. I really, that really made my hands sweat. <laughs> I will stay grounded. Right, stay, gr- stay grounded. Good talking to you. smiling. All right, Jack. Bye. Take, Take care, care, buddy. Bye. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Oh, oh, Jimmy. Yes, sir. What were you saying about my pick with the Glover Texera fight? That it was masterful. Jimmy, what I was Jimmy, saying is you're that embarrassing me. it was not only did I get it, I got the polar opposite wrong over what you got. Now, I was in fairness. This doesn't count, but Santos almost did put him away in the first. But Glover's so good at grabbing guys oh, and I'm making you. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Yes, I'm sorry. Is this horseshoes? Or hand grenades. Nope. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't count. Um, your nose. <laughs> but Jimmy. you were right, buddy. You were right. You called Jimmy. it round three submission. First of all, but hey, man, God darn it. Do I enjoy that Glover? And he has, listen, not a lot of times when people quote Rocky, I kind of like whatever, you know, but he really, when he gives the quote of it's not how hard you hit, it's how hard you can get hit and keep coming forward. He gave that. If anybody could say that speech, it's him. Crazy. Because, man, that opening, the opening sequence with Thiago Santos landing on him with the hooks and just, and being so accurate. I'm like, this is, it almost was just flawless until, I mean, the way Glover got around his legs and he was on his back for a second, he got up, but he was consistent once he got that grip. And then he worked. You're like, oh, he's not getting him down, but... He moved up just enough off that single to move up to a tight body lock. And then when you saw him slam him down right to mount, holy sugar, Jimmy. I was just, this is amazing. And the fact that he knocked, it was, we were on the edge of our couch. It was my, me, Ciro, you know, my brother-in-law, Edwin. Edwin, yeah. Guy, 300 plus pounds. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, the fight, before the fight started, Edwin goes, it's going to go two rounds tops. And he was going for Santos. Ah. So I don't say nothing. I'm like, okay. All right there, Uncle Edwin. We'll see. And let me tell you something. I, I, you know how much, listen, I love the fight game. I like when fighters have to deal with adversity and come back. And they come back with grit and they come back with skill. And you know how much I love jujitsu. And it was just, when, when, when Thiago got on top of him in that second round by knocking him down. Or oh, third round. I'm sorry. Was that yeah. the third round by then? I think that was the third so. round. I could be wrong, but I think so. Yes, because then 
he had to weather a, a fierce ground and pound. Yeah. And it's like, if he, but you know, if he weathers it, he's right back in the fight. And he did that. And he got a reversal. He got on top. And his jujitsu was just, was just too much. And I love his, listen, what he does, and you've seen Frankie Yeager do this. You've seen high-level guys do this. They get that takedown. They get into like a position of half guard or full guard. They strike, but they have an intelligent ground and pound, Jenny. I like it. It's like a, I call it like a jujitsu ground and pound, not just a wrestler beat right. up from the guard. It's He's striking, he's striking, so Thiago has to make a move to get make some space. The second he goes to move, he stops striking, and he starts passing. He starts getting a superior position. And if he can't get past that half guard, he'll settle at the half guard, start beating him up again. He goes to move again. He'll start passing again. Boom, boom, three-quarters mount. Oh, he's losing it. Back to half guard. Beat him up again. His ground control was masterful. Yep. And it was taxing, and it was chopping down a tree. He didn't just mount them, beat them up. He mounted them, and he made that energy bar go from a full bar down to 75%. And then he went back. He got him down again. Now that thing's down to 25%, the up and down. It was such a great fight. My father-in-law kept going, holy boy. He loved it. He was nuts. Zero was was going nuts. Jamie, I can't say enough about the fight. I can't say enough about Glover at at 40 or 41. 41. Uh, How great he's looking. Amazing. And Thiago, to his credit, looked amazing in the beginning. And then this happened to him. But listen, he did the same thing to Kudalaba or Kudalaba. He did the same thing, Glover. He weathers some shit, and then he gets you down, and he has a beautiful positional top, beautiful jiu-jitsu game, very um, strong positionally. He gets that mount. He gets that back. He closes the deal. I cannot say enough about Glover. I, I watched the fight twice. And I'll tell you, it keeps getting better every time I watch it. And I, I really want to see him. This is what I don't want to see happen. Because, again, 41. I, 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 I know Blahovich has to fight Israel. He's a much bigger name. You got to take out a son. He's undefeated. Blahovich is going to take that fight, of course, over, over defending against Glover. Um, you know, you got to take a big money fight when you can against a big star like that. But what I, and again, I love Israel. So let's just say Israel wins the light heavyweight belt. Let's just say he's able to pull it off. Then he has to decide what's a bigger fight for him to defend that against Glover. Or does he, uh, does Jones decide to stay at light heavyweight and go for the belt if, if Adesanya has it? And then Glover is pushed back. Or does Adesanya go back down to middleweight and fight Whitaker? Or, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, if, uh, Hermanson wins. Does he go back down to middleweight and then kind of vacate light heavyweight for six months? So there's a lot of stuff I don't want to see happen to Glover because he's 41. I'm very happy, and we're going to go over the card next week. Yeah. But I'm very happy that Kevin Holland and Jack Hermanson are fighting. I Me think too. That's gonna be a, I think that's going to be a great fight. Let's really quick. So listen, all props to Glover. And Thiago Santos will come back. So da- He was so dangerous in that yeah. fight. But again, Glover's his fight IQ is just is just up yeah. there. You know what I mean? It is up there, and and uh, I can't say enough about the man. I'll tell you what I sh- who I should talk more about, and that's Andre Olaski because yeah. I don't know why I keep counting this guy out. I know what happens when you see a guy like stopped uh, after, and you're like, you it's it's in your head where he can get stopped again. But Andre Olaski's not having it. He's fighting so intelligently, and listen, that was a close fight. I think it could have went to Tanner. 
it was close. I think he had more volume. Yeah. But I think Olaski did land the harder, better strikes. You know? It wasn't a great fight. It was an okay fight. Not a great fight. Not uh, a great fight, but... Both very hesitant at first, it seems, uh, in the first round. And then more... I, I was expecting Tanner to be a little more active. Uh, I guess easier said than done when you're standing in front of fucking Arlovsky. But, yeah. Good for him. But, uh, listen, that Georgian, Giga... Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he looked phenomenal. I oh, love the way he Simmons, went. He yeah. kicked to the body. And then you think that kick's going back to the body again? It's like right a shit across head, your yeah. head. A bat across your head. Yeah. <laughs> that was loud, too. Did you? They, uh, they, I think they replayed. I, whenever you know, whenever they go, we're going to hear it in real time. Whenever they say we're going to hear it in real time, and uh, that, it, it, that thwack of a, of a bat hitting a baseball. Did you see the ear, Jimmy? Oh, boy. Yeah. That was, was, that what, was that, who was that with? Who I was believe that, that was. Uh, it was Max Griffin. Okay. That ear was scary, Jimmy. Yeah. You know? And uh, Jan uh, Zianan, uh, she's she's looking like a beast. That 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 girl, that girl Jan, yeah. she's looking crazy. And when they were fighting, they were saying it looked like Claudia. Um, not that she didn't want to be there, but that she they, they, she didn't look as like she wanted to win, but she didn't want to. I forget one of the one of the guys said that. Um, I, I don't know who it wasn't Anik. I don't know whoever else was he was with said that, uh, which I thought would be an interesting point. Right, Rowney, how do you pronounce Rowney's name? Uh, Barcelos, Rowney Barcelos. Yes. Yeah. Defeated uh, Khalid Taha, unanimous decision. Good fight. Yeah. You know, deservingly so. Hey, good, listen. Hey, good corn all around, Jimmy. Did I tell you that I can't say enough about Glover Texera? I'm such a fan. I'm so happy for him. I would love you know? to see him get a shot. Yeah, it was so amazing. But all right, Jimmy, what else we got? Anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? And but unless I'm going to talk to you in a couple of days. No, um, we can cover the card this uh, this next uh, Wednesday. Definitely. Oh, by the way, I saw James Krause. I saw a little bit of him on my buddy uh, Mike Swick's podcast. Mm-hmm. Real quick with Mike Swick. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty. That's. Pre- I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. But unless it wasn't really, it's his podcast, Mike Swick's podcast. And he kind of explained why he called Joaquin Buckley a shitbox. Oh, okay. <laughs> he went into it. You know, we'll have him on here. He'll explain it. But uh, there's two sides to every story. Always. And we like James Krause. And he was, you know, he, uh, he was saying about some conversations they had. So okay. we'll have him on more to talk about that. Yes. But and I, I know. I just be- to say. That you know, we were on here saying, "Why can he say that?" Well, you know, James Krause, he's got his side. Yeah, so, everyone's got yeah, a reason. To, sure. You know, well, we're gonna probably have him on again soon, so we'll talk about that. What do you got going on, Jimmy? Anything else for the rest of the day? No, uh, my eyes are so bad. It's really, um, I, I like literally in this pandemic. Maybe because I'm looking at screens so much more now, like every day for work. I wonder if that's it. Like, and for pleasure. Is- well, that's always been that way, man. Dirty boy, you yeah. little dirty bird, um, uh, Jimmy. Yeah, you know, I'm going to do some jujitsu later. Okay. You know, do a private lesson, my buddy Robbie, roll my buddy Tess. You know what I mean, Jimmy? I got to keep the blade sharp, man. Yeah. Like sword to a whetstone. And also, uh, my knees suck. So it's not like yeah. I can get shape, I go running. So I got to keep strangling people. Any decision on surgery? Yeah, I'm deciding the weight. Okay. You know what I mean? I'll push that thing off. I could still... I rode bikes yesterday with my, my family. And it was okay? Yeah, I can ride a bike. So okay. what if I got to jump in a 
motorized cart when we go to Disney. Fuck it. We're not going this year anyway. Twice a year. Jimmy, I love you, my bird. What do you want to plug? Anything? No. Just uh, come back Wednesday and hear us Wednesday. Oh, UFC Unfiltered Army. They love us. All right, Jimmy. I will talk to you soon. All right, buddy. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye, buddy.